Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Retire Simply Podcast. I'm Scott Winstead. And I'm Angela. And we're back this week bringing you all things retirement related. And we're going to continue our discussion this week around taxes and Roth conversions and Um, mandatory distributions. Um, A lot of things to go over um, this month in terms of all of that as we get to the end of the year here. Yeah. Um, We're already there. Already there. So, um, you know, we talked last week about just an overview of taxes and required minimum distributions. Mm -hmm. Remember, that's that distribution you have to take when uh, you turn the age of 72, more than likely for most of you, um, out of your taxable retirement accounts. So your IRA, your SEP IRA, your 403B if you're a teacher, that sort of thing. Um, and so one of the things Angela and I have, um, really, really, really beat the drum on talk till we're blue in the face. Mm -hmm. Not only have we talked till we're blue in the face, we've talked after we're blue in the face. (laughs) Um, I've been talking about this since I actually had hair. Uh, here's the deal. We believe down to the very core of our souls, that taxes are going to keep going up. Mm -hmm. Um, we just don't believe that there's any way they can go back down. We're in the lowest tax environment, the lowest tax rates that we've seen for, geez, probably 60 years or so. A really long time. Um, Yeah, but really long time. And, you know, taxes are a necessary evil, right? There's, uh, you know, two certainties in life, taxes and death. And um, as we think about paying taxes, knowing that the IRS is going to get their hands on some of the money you earn and some of the money you've saved, the real question starts to become, when do you pay it? You're going to pay it. And so now it's a matter of when do you pay it Mm -hmm. and how much do you pay? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we can all bury our head in the sand and pretend it's not going to happen or just put it off for another day. Kind of like I feel after I eat, you know, Thanksgiving and and dessert and all that. And I I think, well, I'll go on that jog another day, right? I'll, I'll, I'll go work out, do that another day. But here's the point. Taxes are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be forced to take withdrawals out of the accounts most of you have saved in, your 401ks, your traditional IRAs. And so you either get to control it or you're just going to yeah. be susceptible to to what the IRS and the government tell you. Um, but either way, it's happening. So what we want to make sure is that as you're looking at your overall retirement plan, that you've got a plan around taxes. You know, it's one of the three things that we always talk about that we can control. Um, you know, we don't control the rates on the taxes that we pay. That would be like 22%, 24, 25%, yeah, whatever. Where we fall in the tax bracket. We don't control that, but we do control our income. And when you control your income, indirectly you control your taxation. And so we really want you to start opening your mind up to understanding that taxes aren't something that have to happen to you. You actually can take control of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the question starts to become, well, if I know I've got to pay it and I know it's going to happen, do I pay now or do I pay later? And we just uh, steadfastly believe that paying it now is the better way to go most Most times. Like everything in life, um, well, not everything, but most things in life, um, there's not a hard and fast rule for everyone 100% of the time. But in most circumstances, I would say what we're going to cover today is probably pretty true for most of you listening. Um, So that being said, we want to start to think about getting money from a taxable retirement account to a tax-free retirement account. Mm 
And there's two ways to get money into a tax-free retirement account. Okay. Now let's just back up, Andrew. Why don't you describe a little bit when I say tax-free, what does that really mean? Well, what that means typically is we pay our taxes before it goes into whatever container we're putting it in, but then it grows tax-free. We can take it out tax-free. And when we pass away, our beneficiaries will take it over tax-free. Yeah. So the people that inherit, the other nice thing about a tax-free account is there's no mandatory distribution. So again, if you get to that age of let's say 72 and you don't need money from your tax-free account, you can leave it in there because essentially you've already paid the IRS. And I think, you know, a lot of times what you just mentioned is very, very true, but we glaze over it like, oh, it's just tax free Mm -hmm. for these. That's a massive, massive thing. Think of what you just said. Just pause for a second. Think of what you just said. It's a place that when you put money and it grows now, now remember, you can invest in anything you want typically in in a Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. So, hey, you've got Tesla stock and it went up 800% over the last two years. If that's in a Roth IRA, no, no taxes. Tax. She also said when you take the money out, it's tax-free, which means if I've got a million dollars in a Roth IRA and I'm living on Social Security, but I want an extra $50,000 of income every year and I take it from my Roth IRA to the federal government and the IRS, it's going to look like all we live on is Social Security. Mm-hmm. When we can achieve that, that means our Social Security taxes or the taxation are, is lower. It also means that our Medicare premiums are the lowest they're going to be. It means we pay probably zero capital gains taxes. So my point is this, don't just glaze over the power of this tax-free nature. It kind of rolls off our tongue because we, we say it all the yeah, time. Every day. But this is a huge, huge, huge benefit and account for you. Now, there's only two types of tax-free accounts. There's only two. One's a Roth IRA, uh, could be a Roth 401k if you're at your employer. Um, but the other one is is permanent life insurance. Uh, permanent life insurance actually builds up cash value. We talked about this last month mm-hmm. during our life insurance Um, or I guess two months ago during our life insurance uh, month. But if you haven't learned about the the tax-free nature and the power of permanent life insurance, I would encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes, watch the webinar that we've done um, that explains this. But those are the two places where you can put a dollar, it grows tax-free, we take it out tax-free, we pass it on tax-free, and there's no mandatory distribution. Mm -hmm. So the goal would be, how do you take all the money that you've saved over your lifetime in taxable retirement accounts and get it to tax-free retirement accounts. That way, when you're in retirement and you're taking money out of the account, you're not being penalized by having all this additional income coming in um, in terms of your Social Security taxes and in terms of your Medicare premiums. Mm -hmm, Okay, mm -hmm. So two ways to get money into those accounts. Most people are familiar with one of the ways. Right. Some people are familiar with both of the ways, but I have met very few people that are not only familiar with both ways, but that actually understand the rules around it. So we want to take this this episode to to go over some of those rules with you. So here's the deal. So two ways to get money into a Roth IRA. The first way to get money into a Roth IRA is what most of you are familiar with, and that is taking money out of your bank account and putting it into your Roth IRA. You would have already paid taxes on that money, okay? And you can invest that money when it's in your Roth IRA again, however you want. So that is called a contribution, okay? A contribution. 
And a contribution, again, is just taking it simply from, you know, cash mm-hmm. and putting it in there. Now, a couple rules around that. So if you are basically uh, 50 and over, okay, if you're 50 and over, you can put up to $7,000 this year into your Roth IRA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's if called you're, a catch-up. Yep. It's called a catch-up. If you're under 50, you can put $6,000 into a Roth IRA. All right. However, in terms of the Roth IRA, there's some income limits that they impose, which means if you make too much money, you can't contribute to your Roth IRA. So what is that? Well, if you're single, basically, if you make somewhere between $125,000 to $140,000 annually on your tax return, you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA. If you're uh, married, and you make somewhere between 198000 to 208000 you can't contribute to a Roth IRA. So if you're married, remember, that's both your joint incomes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for a lot of folks that we meet, they can't necessarily take money out of their bank account and go put 6000 or $7,000 into the Roth IRA because they yeah. have too much income. Now, if you can put money in, you need to remember that you get till April 15th to make the prior year deposit, which means on April 14th of 2022, let's say, you could actually do $7,000 if you're over 50 into your Roth IRA for tax year 2021, even though it's April of 2022. Mm -hmm. So they actually give you until April to make this contribution. That's the rule most people are familiar with. That's the the way most people think about getting money into their, their Roth IRA. Yep, by a contribution. That's right. Now, the second way to get money to a Roth IRA is to take money that you currently have in a taxable account, so a, a traditional IRA, let's say, and you can take that money and you can move it to a Roth IRA, and that's called a conversion. And the beautiful thing about a Roth IRA conversion is that there's no limit around how much you can convert. There's also no limit around how much you can make, mm-hmm. right, to be able to do that. Oh, one And more, you don't have to be working. That's right. One more thing I want to mention, thank you, Angela, yeah. is that to contribute to your Roth where you put 6000 or 7000 in, you have to also have earned income. Yeah. Earned income is like wages. What earned income is not is pension, Social Security. So once you, capital gains, so once you start uh, uh, or retirement basically and you don't have any more earned income you can't even contribute to a Roth IRA any longer so thank you for for bringing that up so a conversion again you you can be retired you don't have to have earned income mm-hmm. you can make as much money as you want you can uh, put as much in there as you want mm-hmm. the only catch is whatever you put in you have to report as income yes that year and you have to pay income taxes on it now When we look at the timing of a Roth conversion, it's different than a contribution. Remember, the contribution allows you to go till April 15th. A conversion has to be done by December 31st. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you don't get the extra four months to be able to put the money in for the prior tax year. It's got to be done by the end of the calendar year. Okay. Ideally, when you put the money into your IR or your Roth IRA, you would pay the taxes 
from outside money, meaning, okay, I'm going to move and I'm just going to use simple math here. I'm going to move $10,000 over to my Roth IRA from my IRA. I want to withhold, or let's say I I plan on probably paying 20% in taxes. Ideally, I would move all the $10,000 to my Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. And then when tax time came in April, which gives me an extra four months to save and prepare and figure out how I'm going to pay the taxes. I would be able to put, you know, probably pay $2,000 of taxes Mm -hmm. out of my bank account or savings account or something like that. Ideally, that's how you would do the conversion. Now, you can also pay the taxes out of the conversion amount. So what does that mean? It means, okay, I'm going to move the same $10,000 over there. I don't necessarily have the tax money on the sidelines uh, to pay the tax out of pocket. So what I'm going to do is when I move my $10,000, I'm going to send the IRS a check for $2,000 and $8,000 will get deposited into my Roth IRA. It's kind of six one way, half a dozen of the other. All things being equal, you're going to more than likely end up at the same spot. Now, I'm going to couch that with this all depends on the amount you're doing. This depends on how old you are. This depends on a lot of different things. Yes, we're not talking to you about all of the little trip wires in this. You have to know what you're doing. But what we're sharing with you is the basic philosophy and why we believe it is so incredibly important. So as you know, you look at it and we say, okay, well, tax rates are a lot lower than they were. And um, I'd rather pay taxes right now than I would in the future. Looking and being able to tax plan around, okay, well, how big is the tax bracket that I'm in? Right. Mm-hmm. What's the average tax rate that I pay? And here's what I mean. Most people think, well, I'm in the 22% tax bracket or the 24% tax bracket. And that, that might be true. That's called your marginal tax rate. Okay. But it, the way our tax code works is you don't pay 22 or 24% on all your money. Mm-hmm. You pay a blended rate. So up to the first like 19,000 and some odd dollars, you pay 10%. Then from 19,000 to 80,000, you pay 12%. Then from 80 to 170, you pay 22, right? So it's blended. So when you blend that together, we get an average tax rate. So you might, your average tax rate might be, uh, uh, 13 cents on the dollar. So for every dollar of income you have, you might pay 13 cents in taxes, but your marginal tax rate, the bracket your income falls in might be the 22% bracket. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the point. You want to be maximizing your tax bracket and seeing what it does to your average rate. Okay. Understanding what it does to your average rate, because most people think, well, gee whiz, I don't want to, I don't want to jump a tax bracket and go from 22 to 24. Well, when you run the, the, the analysis and the math on it, that average rate may only go up by one or two pennies, right? It may go from 12 cents on the dollar or 13 cents on the dollar to 14 cents on the dollar if you move 50 or 60 or $70,000. So if I if we look at this and help you with this and I say, well, gee whiz, would you pay an extra cent across all your taxable income to get 50 or 60 or $70,000 moved to a tax-free account? Most of you are going to say, well, that's a no-brainer. Of course yes. I would. Yep, yep. So when you come in, we can we have very sophisticated financial planning and accounting software that will be able to run and scan your tax return. And it will tell us exactly how much we want to be Roth converting. What does it do to your taxes, number one? 
what does it do to in terms of your social security taxes and what does it do to your medicare premiums so that there's no surprises when you do this because no one wants to get a nasty letter from the irs or social security administration that you you tripped the trip wire and you went over an income limit or something like that it can really mess you up hey there so listen you know, Angela and I love being local DFW retirement professionals, and we help so many families in the area. You know, there's a lot of ways that we can help you with your retirement. We can perform a stress test on your current investments. Basically, what that lets you know is how aggressive or conservative or how risky you're wanting to be versus what you actually are doing. We can also schedule a one-on-one -on -one consultation with one of us if you just have a one-off question that you'd love to ask us. And you're always welcome to come to one of our live financial workshops, our live events. So go to compassretirement.com and just click on schedule a visit to choose what you need from us. If you're looking for a firm that will bend over backwards to help you, you've come to the right spot. So as we really look at getting money to tax-free, again, we've got contributions, we've got conversions. Um, I would encourage you that if your income limit is low, you want to be contributing to a Roth IRA more often than not. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our life, right, Angela, is set up where we pay our bills kind of automatic, right? Yes. Like they just deduct it. Yep. We have a philosophy in our office that you need to pay yourself first. For sure. Okay. Before you start paying the phone bill, the Wi-Fi bill, the Hulu, the Netflix, the, you know, whatever else you subscribe to, you need to set up a recurring withdrawal from your bank account into your Roth account. And every month on the same day, send whatever the number is that you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's one thing. Now, if you're over those income limits, then we want to be doing those conversions and we want to take a hard look at it. As we said, this is not 100% true for everyone. That's why having a customized plan that we talk about all the time is so vitally important so that you know for you, because here's the deal. These low tax rates have been in place since the year 2018. Mm -hmm. And here we are on the eve of 2022 almost, right? It's November, right? So we've got, what, a month and a half left? Yeah. Of tw and I would say maybe eight to nine out of 10 people that we've met since 2018 have missed planning and taking advantage of these lower tax rates. They've completely missed it and they're going to pay way more in taxes than they need to. Do not miss another year of this. And uh, we said it before, I'm going to say it again. The financial industry is notorious for moving slow this time of year, and you have till December 31st. So if this is something you want to take a look at and think you need to take a look at, you need to stop listening to us right now. You need to go call the office, 817-328-6152. That's 817-328-6152. And get on the calendar and get in and let us help you with it. Because if you haven't taken advantage of this for the last three years, you're you're about to miss a fourth year and there's nothing that says these low tax rates are going to stay in place till the year 2025 like they're scheduled. So timing is of the essence, y'all. Very, very much so. So we look forward to being back with you next week. We're going to continue our discussion around conversions, continue our discussion around um, some strategies you want to think about, like what do you move from your IRA mm -hmm. to your Roth IRA, that sort of thing. Um, and we'll go from there. In the meantime, have a great week. We look forward to talking with you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money and just as easily anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to compassretirement.com. That's compass with two S's, retirement.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to tell a friend. They're probably a lot like you and would enjoy it too. Compass Retirement is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences, including, but not limited to, a need for additional tax withholding or estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA.